welcome to the Pioneer Crossing. I am still Adam Knott. So 3D printing, let's talk about 3D printing. I'm not gonna go into the history of it because it's, to me, not very interesting. So I didn't, uh, yeah, I don't wanna go into that very much, but I do wanna talk about some of the basics of 3D printing. So there's about 10 types of 3D printing. I'm not gonna go over all of these either, but the most popular one is called FDM, which is a fused deposition modeling. Fused dep, yeah, fused deposition modeling. And I like to describe this as a glue gun on an XYZ axis where it goes along and it puts down a thin layer of plastic instead of glue. Puts down a thin layer of plastic and then puts, and then goes up a little bit and puts a layer on top of that until it's done, until you have your object. It's the most popular probably because it's the cheapest, not just the initial machine, but also the filament is pretty cheap. You're generally using PLA or ABS plastic. Uh, ABS plastic is really cheap. It's harder to work with, with temperatures and stuff. It's, ABS is actually really bad to 3D print with. It kind of sucks to 3D print with, but PLA is really good if you're using an FDM printer. Uh, my favorite kind of 3D printing is called SLA, and that stands for stereo, I can never get this right, stereolithography. Boom, nailed it. Stereo lithography, and there I go. Um, what's cool about it, it's this, um, you've got this tub, this small tub of liquid resin, and there, your build plate is in the tub, and it rises out of the tub, and as it does, there's a laser that's etching the, the design of the 3D print onto the build plate, and it hardens the resin in place. So as it's rising, this laser is etching everything. And it's really, really, really slow, but if you go on YouTube, you can find some cool time lapses of it. And it almost looks like magic. It does look like magic with this liquid and then the object rising out of the liquid um, completely formed. And it's really cool. What makes SLA great though is that when it comes out, well, let me go back, to, let me jump back to FDM for a second and explain the differences here. So when you have an FDM print, you take it off the print bed and it, you can see the, all the lines in it and it's kind of rough. It's not, it doesn't have like smooth edges and you can adjust settings to make it stronger, but ultimately it's kind of a weaker design because it can split at these different points of where the uh, filaments are together. SLA, when it comes out, it looks almost like a finished mold. It's got a, a little bit of roughness to it, but it looks like a mold rather than a 3D print. And they're a lot stronger. The problem with SLA though, is that it's really expensive. The machines, even the consumer machines are really pricey, but then even long-term, the resin that you have to buy is significantly more expensive than filament. The prices range of course, but, and you can look those up if you want, but that's, that's kind of the problem with SLA right now. And there's a lot of others that fall into different categories, but those are two big ones. That my, my favorite, the SLA, and then the most popular, the FDM. But I wanna talk a little bit about consumer 3D printers. Now, when these first came out, I feel like our expectations were really high. And a lot of people were let down by 3D printers, me, me included. I, don't get me wrong, I love 3D printing, but when they when I first started like 
experimenting with 3D printing, I was pretty disappointed. So you got these consumer models that they're they're cheap. They require a lot of maintenance. Um, I had one that the the print head would constantly clog, and so you had to clean it out as soon as you were done. But that was hard because it's really hot, and so you're trying to like maneuver around this really hot piece of metal to clean it out before the inside uh, filament hardens. And I had to replace the head on that so many times. I was really bad at um, at cleaning it. Not that I didn't try. I was just bad at it. So there's there's some problems there. What we wanted, what we expected from these things though, were instant products. Like I thought that I'd be able to print something and have it look like a finished product. And I was very wrong for the reasons I listed earlier with with FDM being rough and being able to see the lines. I also expect it to be really easy to use. Uh, I expected to be able to just like click a button and here goes my print. But every print I did had to take multiple tries and I had to experiment every single time there's a new print. If any time I changed the design, I had to try new things, try different uh, tapes, put it on the on the print bed, stuff like that. Different types of filament, different types of plastic. So ease of use was not very ease easy. Ease of use wasn't didn't have ease, and the machines were even the consumer ones were really expensive at first. They're a lot cheaper now, and. Just as a side note here, if you are going to buy a 3D printer, if you're looking into buying one, you'll probably want to spend some money on it. I, I bought a $200 machine and I used it to make a few knickknacks here and there, and then it sat in my closet until I sold it. Now, I'm not saying that consumer 3D printers are... I'm not saying that nobody should have them. If you're a hobbyist, they are fun. They are awesome to play around with, you have knickknacks even useful things around your house or if you need to fix something, they're great there as well. Larger companies use 3D printers excessively. They use them to prototype. And that's another great thing about 3D printers is that you don't have to go out and get an expensive mold before finalizing your design. So you can 3D print something. This is how a lot of companies do it. Um, I, I did a tour of a, of a blender company a, a while back and I watched their process of it. And it was really fascinating. So they'll, they'll 3D print parts. If they don't like it, they 3D print a different design until they find the one that they really, really like and then they make a mold of that design. And that's where 3D printing really shines is when you're making molds of things. So you'll, you'll create the prototype, mold it, and then that mold will be what you make the finished product out of. And that's the reality of 3D printing. It's not for instant products that you can just pop out. It's to, it's to finalize your prototypes so that you can send it in for a mold from there. The Another reality of 3D printing though is that it's slow. I, I know that when they first came out, I thought this is gonna be a great way to get things out fast. You just to let it go and then come back and it's done and that's that. But that's not the case. Like I said, it requires a lot of maintenance, a lot of uh, trial and error and the finished products aren't finished products. So it's a, it's a very, very slow process. And if companies used 3D printing to, to release their products, it would just take forever and they would lose a lot of money that way. And, and as I said, if you're gonna buy a machine, spend some money. The lower end ones aren't great. The higher end ones are good. You can buy some kits that 
you put together yourself and because you're doing the work it makes it cheaper and those kits can be pretty good plus if you're a hobbyist it's really fun to figure that out so but I want to talk about why did we have these expectations why why did we feel failed by 3d printers and I don't think it's necessarily the fault of the printers I think it's the fault of ourselves when we hear about a new technology we immediately think what's the best thing that 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 technology could do and then we expect it to do that every single time and that is just not how it works that's never how it works but we keep doing that when 3d 3d printers first started getting big within the last 10 years i remember my first thought and i'm sure this was true for a lot of people was that we'd soon have those things on star trek where they say like make me some hot chocolate and it makes some hot chocolate or like it just materializes or make me some sushi and the sushi materializes that's kind of what we expected and we didn't get it of course now if you've never used a 3d printer you probably still have high expectations of it thinking that's like it it's amazing and it, they really are but once you start to use them your expectations might to get might get dwindled as well and so going into 3d printing like i said it's great if you know what you're doing with it and if you know how to use it and if you're okay with trial and error trial and error is the big thing when it comes to 3d printing and you'll you'll use it a lot once you get past the trial and error though like i said it is fun and it's it's great for for small things uh, i i have a brother that 3d prints a lot and he'll just have stuff around the house it's 3d printed just for the fun of it and it's it's not something that he's going to be making money off of or anything like that but it's a it's a fun hobby uh, i was talking to my daughter about 3d printing and said, What's, what do you expect to happen with 3D printers? What would you like to see in the future with 3D printers? And she's like, I'd like to see 3D printed houses. And I was very happy to inform her that that's actually already happening. I've seen a few prototypes where there's a big crane-like 3D printer and it's fed mud and concrete and it goes around and in a circle and makes walls, just like as an FDM printer works. I'm not sure how they get the printer out once the house is done because it's in the center. I've never seen the final the final product. I'm sure they have, at some point they have to disassemble it and bring it out and then finish the rest of the uh, the house. But it's it's cool that that's happening. And so long term, what I think is going to happen with 3D printers and where I think we're going with them, I, I think that's one major use. Large scale 3D printing is I is a good direction to go. I think. Things like houses and cars and, and and huge things that are normally really expensive and hard to make, I think 3D printers will be a lot easier to produce once we get down 3D printing strong metals and stuff like that. Another thing I expect to see with 3D printers is, and, and this isn't any anything that I expect anytime soon, I expect this way, way down the road, but instead of let's say you're going shopping you're on online shopping and instead of buying a product that ships to you you could buy a single use license and that license will allow you to print the whatever it is that you purchased and and you can create it in your house and and what i kind of expect is that houses maybe more uh maybe more higher-end consumers will say will would have stuff like this they'll have a station in their house that's specifically designed for 
building things, making things. And it would include a 3D printer. So they could order something, even like electronics, and print them right into their house. And that's what they would do instead of buying a product. For everyone else, I think it would be no normal, I guess, to see 3D printers stations or these sort of um, production stations at businesses, local businesses. They can order something online, send it to the local business, and then go pick it up at a later time. Not, like I said, I feel like that's way down the road, not anytime soon, and there's still a lot of things, a lot of complications there. The reason I don't think those will be in like every house, it's not like gonna be like a TV, is because I think, and this might be a different topic, but I think in the future people are gonna be owning less and less, and more and more services will be rented out. So, you know, maybe, maybe that'll never be a thing. Maybe we'll never have those because the companies are just 3D printing everything at that point. Because I do think we'll get to a point where 3D printing is as good as a finished product. Uh, and it's as fast as making a mold. I think we might get there someday. Molds, though, are, of course, are going to advance as well. Who knows? So here's, that, those are just a few things on 3D printing. If you agree with me or disagree on me, with me on something, go and let me know at pioneercrossingpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. Once I start getting these responses, I'll go ahead and put what you say into some uh, some other future episodes. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how I'm doing. Uh, but for now, just uh, have a safe drive.